welcome back to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm your host, James, and I'm joined by Matt. Hello. Hello. Today's a sad day for football. Yes. It's um, showing people's true colours. <laughs> well, yeah, certain owners of clubs' true colours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, before we get on into the uh, the whole European Super Shy League... We'll uh, quickly blast through the the highlights, let's say, of the weekend of football. Because, let's be honest, no one really cares about the games that have just happened. It's all about what's happening now. Mm-hmm. So, FA Cup final. I mean, it's going to feature Chelsea and Leicester. Hey. I would have expected Chelsea to nip through. Not going to lie. Yeah. But, I mean, we did say last week that we could see Chelsea even nicking the Champions League off Man City. Yeah. So, I mean, they nicked the FA Cup. Could they go on to nick the Champions League off them as well? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's your winner out of that? I want Leicester to win, so I'm saying Leicester. I'd like Leicester to win it. Not just because of Leicester being like a um, a, Not one a of the neutral favourite. They're not yeah. one of the top six. Oh. But Brendan Rodgers against his former club. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, yeah, Leicester beat Southampton in the semi-final. Chelsea beat City. Means no quadruple for City. Um, so that's buried now. That's done. Yep. They can only realistically go for the treble, which is the League Cup final on Sunday to start it off. Um, but in Premier League, Sheffield United are officially relegated after a one-nil defeat to Wolves. Piss poor season. About time. Yeah, it's it's just it's not been good. It's not been good. Um, but the day was upon us soon, and it's just it's done now. We can just yeah. forget about it. Built for next season now. And then, it's, it's kind of connected to the European Super League in a way. We think there's rumours, we don't know. Yeah, there's rumours, but not official's been said about if that's the reason. Jose Mourinho, sacked by Spurs. Um, a lot of people could have seen it coming, let's be honest. I mean, results haven't been great. They won one in the last five, which for Spurs yeah. is, is awful. There was the uh, Europa League exit, which everyone was just baffled by. The tactics have been questioned yeah like going one nil up in games and trying to sit on it like yeah. that's that's not the ability that spurs play to and there, there were many question marks but it's a bit weird of the timing considering the league cup is this sunday and who's a guy that you want in a cup final to manage your team i and Marino's got a, he's got a good record in finals, so you'd fancy him. Exactly. So you could have maybe waited until after the final, and if they didn't win it, right, that's it, curtains. If they won it, you never know. It might give them that boost that they needed because it'd be first trophy in 16 years. Yeah. But obviously, right. he's pushed Daniel Levy too far with whatever's happened because I think. The timing's odd before a cup final to sack your manager. So you're going in with him. Is it Ryan Mason in charge? I can't think who's manager of charge. Ryan Mason's taking the training. Yeah, Ryan Mason I don't know if he'll, yeah. if he'll lead the team. You'd think he must um, if he's leading training. Could it be his team selection true, yeah. based on what he sees that week? True, yeah. Fair play to Ryan Mason. I mean, that's a big step, there, isn't it? Yeah, I know. But, um, yeah, timing's really odd. 
for me that yes. I think something's happened personally. Well, what what was the rumor that you spotted today, Matt? Explain that one. Uh, the rumor was that he, in protest of this European Super League, he refused to take any of his players out for training, and obviously it's probably escalated from that. And his head boy Daniel Levy and got sacked. <laughs> I'm exaggerating with the head boy part. That's not. I've not read that. Not saying it didn't happen. It might have. It could have. It could have. Yeah, you never know. He's, he, Daniel Levy's the kind of guy that you would headbutt as well. So I, yeah, I'd relate to him on that. Um, but that that does sound like a Mourinho thing to do. I hope it is true because it gives me so much more respect for him if he's actually done that and he's yeah, nah, it's brilliant if he has for that reason. See, that's the if that's why he's been sacked. It's like what a way to go, absolute and, yeah, hero. Definitely. Of the well, people. yeah, he's standing up for football, basically. Yeah. For the fans, for the players as well. Because, I mean, we'll get into it in a little bit, but it could have a massive impact on players as well. By it's going to have a massive impact so, I mean, on every single tier of English football, mate. No one, there's yeah. not a single positive for any player, team, or thing in the long run of it at all. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, Is there anyone out there that could actually replace Mourinho at Spurs? That's happy to work with little budget and possibly let's let's not beat around the bush. I mean, Kane's not going to be there next season. He's made that quite clear. Um, Son could even Mate, leave if the be, right offer was there. If they join the European Super League, that's the top fight. He'll be in there next season. <laughs> Just saying. But let let's put that to side for one minute and say that things are resuming as normal. Yeah. And Kane leaves and Son leaves as examples. And maybe a couple of others leave as well. Who would actually come into that Spurs side and try and fix it? I have no idea who they'd even go for. To be Not truthful. a clue. There's no one screaming out. Like all. Your big name managers don't tend to stick around for the rebuild. They come in when the team is ready. They take the team, they make a couple of additions that they want to bring in here and there, and they go and win trophies. And then when the team starts to decline, they leave. And all the all the work prior to that is done by someone else. Yeah. And I don't know who that someone else would be right now because I just I genuinely can't think of anyone that would fit in that space. I mean, Vius yeah. Boas. <laughs> Get him back. No, don't see that in a million years. Um, it's too big of a step up for Eddie Howe, I think. I don't see that. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a long-term kind of guy as well, isn't he? Try and pull um, Brendan Rodgers away from Leicester. Not happening. Positions. Uh, Rafa Benitez, is he out of a club? Not a bad shout, you know. Not a bad shout. Then... Other people maybe Nunes Brito Santo from Wolves then potentially because I mean Wolves are on a bit of a slip at the minute aren't they? But I mean I'd hate to see it, but Chris Wilder, do you think? Nah, too big a club. No offense to you. Yeah. Don't see that. No, I I I, I kind of Fra- agree. Frank Lampard coming back in left Chelsea to Tottenham. Could he? No, I don't see that. But Lampard, Lampard's got a good history with working with little budget. I don't see it, mate. What about who else? Actually, is there? there ain't really anyone else, is there? 
No. I, can't, I don't really think there is that many more I teams. I mean, Bayern Munich coach is leaving at the end of the season, isn't he? What's his name? Flick? Hans Flick. Yeah. Joachim Lowe's leaving Germany as well. I mean, yeah, there's there's but, options. Uh, there is options, but I mean, it's going to be difficult for whoever does go in there. I mean, are you able to pull up a favourites of next manager? Or uh, is that, yeah, I'll do that. Is, there not, a, is there not a thing right now? There will be. You'd uh, think so. Manager specials, one sec. Uh, next permanent Tottenham manager is Julian Nagelsmann. Not a bad shout. Nagelsmann. Three to one, though. There's no Serp, mm. then Brendan Rodgers, Eddie Howe, Benitez, Ryan Mason, Santo, Klinsman, Allegri, Parker, King, not you. <laughs> Parker? He's got Parker. Ooh. No, don't see it. Yeah, I can't see that. Hassan Hey, Hassan Hutt was Pochettino 2.0. Yeah, true. True. Hans Flick, he's 25 to 1. Sarri, Gerard, Paul, Lampard, Southgate, Joachim Lowe, Bielsa. Southgate. Martinez, Simeone, <laughs> Wilder, Moyes, Luis Enrique, Rolf Rognarak, Harry Redknapp, Zidane, Pardew, Dean Smith, Rooney, <laughs> Derek McKinney, Sol Campbell, Tim Sherwood. Oh, God, do not bring Tim Sherwood back. Jesus Christ. They won't. Don't do that. Uh, Mourinho has said, actually said to Sky Sports, just while you were looking at that, I just had a quick nosy. Um, there's no need for a break. I'm always in football. Yeah, I've seen so, that as well. Um, but let's let's dive into this European super shite stuff. Oh, let it begin. Let it begin indeed. I mean, we're taking a bit of a different turn for this episode. This is going to be the prime focus. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try and explain it as best as we can. Because I mean, our knowledge of it, as I'm sure quite a lot of other people's, isn't the best because it's still. Details are still coming out as we yeah. speak. I mean, it's eight o'clock on Monday evening right now, so I believe there's still a meeting to be held with the remaining fourteen teams in the Premier League. For yeah, from sounds of it, um, bits and pieces. It sounds like some of the Premier League teams are wanting the clubs that the six clubs to be suspended from the Premier League right now. Yeah. That's some of the talk from some of the other Premier League clubs. And even some of the Premier League clubs that have gone forward with this, the ball's not even unanimous about going ahead with it. It's just been taken out of their hands. It's the owners just saying yes. And it's been widely widely said as well that it is just about money for them. They yeah. want to make as much money as they can from these clubs. And I think it says a lot that majority of these owners are American-based. And obviously they have the franchise system in America where there's no relegation, no promotion. It's always the same teams playing each other every season. And yeah. it is kind of looking like, like an NFL sort of format. MLS, it, however you want to... It pains me yeah. because um, the teams that are involved in it, for those who don't already know, so there's meant to be 15 founding members. Three teams said no, 12 teams said yes. The teams that said yes are as follows... Man United, Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs from England. Then you've got Barcelona, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid from Spain. And then Inter Milan, AC Milan and Juventus from Italy. The clubs that said no. Bayern Munich. Dortmund and PSG. Dortmund and PSG. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play to them. Because you know what? Especially PSG. I don't know. Money bags. Everyone's. Yeah. 
everyone says PSG are just there to splash the cash. But after being offered three hundred million pounds a season to play in this supposed European Super League, they said no. Just think about that for a minute. Especially people like Arsenal fans. They don't need it. It's 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 too much. It's so painful. What's more annoying is that Spurs haven't won a trophy in sixteen years. It's not based based on recent trophies, mate. It's based on fan base and worldwide appeal. Yeah, but the majority of these clubs will probably lose. There's more Spurs fans than Leicester fans or whoever else. It's they pick the clubs that will make the most money from this. Yeah, it's just it's just a money grabbing. It is. Uh, It it really winds me up this. Um, I am going to read probably one of the longest things I've ever, ever read out on this podcast. Um, oh, and then we're going to give... <laughs> we're going to give like our thoughts into what we think the impact of it will have, etc. after I've read it. As this is from Alexander Seferin, obviously the president of UEFA. Um, it's quite a lengthy one, so bear with me. Um, we are all united against this nonsense of a project. I cannot stress more strongly how everyone is united against this disgraceful, self-serving proposals fueled by greed above all else. Um, he's, this is what he said after plans for a revamp 36-team Champions League were agreed. Um, it is a cynical plan completely against what football should be. We cannot allow it and will not allow it. Uh, uh, will not allow that to change. Sorry, players who will play in the teams might that might play in closed leagues will banned from the World Cup and Euros. We urge everyone to stand tall with us, and we do everything in our power to ensure this never ends up in fruition. The idea is to split. Oh my god, this this quote this quote killed me. Uh, this idea is a spit in the face of all football lovers. <laughs> we will not allow them to take it away from us. After it was announced on Sunday, FIFA expressed its disapproval of the proposed competition and called on all parties involved in heated discussions to engage in calm, constructive and balanced dialogue for the good of the game. Um where else does it carry on speaking uh, we're still assessing with our legal team but we will take sanctions um, that we can and we'll inform you as soon as we can uh, where else does he speak I want the bit about Ed Woodward because <laughs> Ed Woodward oh, oh god um my opinion is that as soon as possible, they have to be banned from all our competitions and the players from all our competitions, which is big. Like, the players don't even get a say in this, which nope. is big to, to take out on the players as well. That's that's deep. Uh, but Ed Woodward of Man United and Andrea Agnelli, Agnelli, however you say it, of Juventus, have both stepped down from their roles at UEFA. Uh, Agnelli was a long-serving, long-time president of Euro- European Club Association, from which all twelve involved clubs in the European Super League have resigned, uh-huh. which is just ridiculous. Um, 
So I spoke with him also on Saturday afternoon. This is about Ed Woodward. Um, he said, these are only rumours. Don't worry, nothing is going on. Oh, no, sorry. This is on um, Andrea Ag- Agnelli, however you want to say it. Uh, I spoke with him on also on Saturday afternoon. He said, there's, there are only rumours. Don't worry, nothing is going on. Then he said, I'll call you in one hour. He, he then turned his phone off. And then on Ed Woodward, he put, I didn't have much contact with him, but he called me on last Thursday in the evening saying that he's very satisfied with the Champions League reform and that he fully supports the reform. Mm. And that the only thing he would like to speak about is financial fair play. But as we found out, that's not the case. He's resigned and it's it's just all up in the air at the minute. I mean, I've not read the full, the full thing because some of it is a bit, too long to get into, but the fact that all these um, senior people from all these clubs are all resigning from their UEFA positions, it yep. it says to me that something is actually in yeah, play it lo- to happen. It looks like full throttle ahead. Like it really does. But what's what's more annoying is that obviously this has all been in planning in secret. Yeah. Because why would they all just resign suddenly now? If someone phoned you and said, right, quit your job, I've got your better one. You're like, all right then. Yeah. All no, right, it doesn't happen like that. It, it takes <laughs> months, sometimes even years to to like, to like plan things like this. Yeah. So they've all been in talks behind well, there's UEFA's been, There's backs. been talks of a Super League for the last, well, at least two seasons. There's been murmurings about bits and pieces like this, but just, it's just all come to fruition and it now is real. Yeah. Like, it was just always just it just, it has just sort of shot up out of nowhere though again, and yeah, yeah, like that's... there were rumors. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I agree with what you're saying. They were just rumors, but then suddenly, like over yeah, the last yeah. week, it's just it's just yeah. boom, and it's like what? Like where's all this been planned from? Um, like who's the timing of it is the worst possible time you could ever think of as well. Like I don't get it in the midst of a pandemic with finances in football. I, I for the the leagues is yeah. it's most precarious ever where they need unity and all these teams working together to try make sure a lot of teams survive. You've got yeah. these lot that wants to make even more money for themselves. Yeah. Like, what what pissed me off mainly about it is like what you're getting into there about other clubs. So, from winning the Premier League, you get £150 million. Yeah. And if you win the Champions League as well, you get £100 million. Whereas this European Super League, as I said before, guarantees you £300 million each and every season, guaranteed, because you can't get relegated from it. Nope. Like, it will be the same every single season. Apart from the other five teams, because obviously the 15th, there's going to be 15 teams that are set that will always be the same. You've got five teams that are going for it, which I'm assuming will be the highest placed teams in probably the BPL, La Liga, Serie A, League 1, and Bundesliga, I guess. But Potentially, I don't yeah. know how that's how that's gonna work with Bayern and that don't want him to anything to do with it. So you've got one these other teams have got to accept that proposal to be part of that league to start with. So it's Yeah. But with with all the money, obviously, of these teams winning leagues, etc., it's gonna it's gonna damage English football. It's gonna damage European football, let's be honest. But yeah. from our perspective, it's gonna damage English football to a point where the money isn't gonna be available within football that these clubs would bring us because let's be honest, we do need these sort of teams because yeah. like you said before, the fan base they bring in, the merchandise that they actually sell on, 
the the global impact that these clubs have to bring money to the Premier League. I mean, you've got someone in Tunisia tuning every week to watch Chelsea play. Do you know what I mean? Like they're watching from all over the world, yeah. and it brings money to English football, which yeah, is what that, we need. All that money filters down into the exactly all the way down to all grassroots the, football to an extent. Yeah. All the way down the football pyramid, and without grassroots football, teams start dying above because where are you going to get your players? Where are they going to start coming from? Because you've got to start somewhere, and if grassroots dies, you can't exactly just start at a League Two club or anything like that. But you've got the moment all these League Two teams are on the verge of bankruptcy as it is, and they've been relying on this money coming down from the Premier League. With these Premier League clubs just all evaporate and leave right now. There's going to be such a me, such a lot of money not then filtering down to these League Two teams and League One teams that would then potentially go under. Yeah, well, I mean, look, look at the likes of Berry, for example. Yeah, like it was that was even probably before coronavirus. Imagine it was. what they'd have done through coronavirus. You got Bolton, Bolton were in Premier League not too long ago. They had that amazing team, Big Sam running. Yeah. Pulling strings, it it was unbelievable. But now look at them. Like you got teams like Portsmouth who are in Premier League and have sunk down. Financial problems with Sunderland as well, sunk mm. down. With money not drifting down. I'm not just saying to these clubs that have had it and lost it. I don't know about clubs like say for Carlisle, for example, who will be struggling through this coronavirus because of not having fans, having to yeah. pay all the players, all the staff, etc. How are they supposed to progress as a club if money isn't getting filtered through? I know they've had an emergency payment. Yeah. Do you know how much that was? It was 1.5 mil for every uh, club from League One, League Two, I believe. Yeah, I but believe. that don't last long in football. Oh, no, it doesn't. Not at all. Especially when you're in debt and you're trying to you're trying to dig your way out of that debt. A lot of it's already gone. Yeah, absolutely. And there's really there's pennies left to spend. I know to to me and you, one and a half million's a lot of money, but when you're trying to run a football club, it's a different not, story. Not at all. Not at all. Especially when they're not getting the income from fans and all of this. And yeah, one point five million. Is a question for you. Hmm. If if fans and let's let's say coronavirus had ran its course. Before the season started, let's just say theoretically, before this and fans started. were back in, yeah, and fans yeah. were back in stadiums and everything was as normal. Right. I mean, we did actually have fans in the FA Cup semi final. It's such a big moment, but it's been covered up by all this shite. Yeah. Um. But let's let's say hypothetically, we had fans in stadiums. They were full. They were bouncing. People were loving it. And then this news broke. Mm. There would be literally. I mean. Think of West Ham fans. Let's just say an example. When things go sour at West Ham, the fans are the voice behind that. Every week in that stadium, they they make it known, their opinion. Same yep. as Liverpool fans, they do the same. They, pr- pretty much any fan would do the same. Yeah. But I'm just highlighting a few there where the fan base is really strong and, and stand up for what they think's right. Yeah. Do you think that this would still be going ahead if the fans were actually their voice in their opinion week in, yeah. week out? I don't think they care. You think about it would the... still still go yeah. ahead? I don't think the owners care about the fans. I don't think they'd care about the, the PR and what they just they just see the dollar, mate. But, I mean, I don't but think without the fans, there's no dollar there. Mate, gate gates compared to T V revenue. T V revenue is where the money's at. They'll they'll they could play yeah. without they could play in a 
stadium with no fans in, still making absolute fortune. Those clubs, the big yeah. clubs, not all of them, not obviously not all the Premier League clubs, but the Manchester United, some of the clubs have got absolutely massive global fan base, still still make money. And these TV studios, are, like apparently they're in talks with TV companies from Saudi Arabia and America. Like America won't think it. America will think this is a normal practice. The way could obviously like yeah. the before comparison to the NFL and the MLS, this whole draft and franchise football. They see is like that. They're those lot will be baffled by the 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 aspect of relegation and promotion. Like, yeah, but that's um, how um, our whole football pyramid's based on. Like, you'll go back to the eighties. Burnley are on the verge of getting relegated from the whole, like extinction out of the football league. And now they're in the Premier League. Like established yeah. teams, you got clubs like that have worked their way up. And it's crazy. Bournemouth's a modern day example of that, really, aren't they? Well, Bournemouth worked their way around. In 95, Carlisle United got promoted to Wigan and Fulham. Fulham are Premier League side, probably for a lot longer, but they've been around there. Wigan have obviously been a Premier League side, and they went financially bust as well, pretty much. Yeah. And just show it's crazy. That's why we need to keep the integrity of the league and make it as desirable to get back up into the top flight and. Well, like, what I don't get is, is like, it's it's going to crucify clubs and players, wow. and it's just going to... So, the rumours are that UEFA, the FA, the Premier League, etc., anyone, a governing body of any sort, are all against it. Boris Johnson's against it. He'll, he said he'll do whatever he can in his power to back the right decision of not letting it happen um and the talk is if they want to make this european super league do it but you'll be banned from the premier league you won't be able to play in the premier league the players won't be allowed to play at world cup tournaments or european tournaments or anything of the sort yeah so it will damage not just the club's reputation for sort of Right, we're off now. We've done our bit. We're we're yeah. better than all you. We're going. Um, it's going to damage players' careers as well because they're going to get dragged into it. Yeah. Say, for example, Kevin De Bruyne, who just signed a new deal at Man City, if he wants to leave because of this, he'll have to pay so much. I know, obviously, they've got a lot of money, footballers, but he would have to t- pay so much. But what I feel like, if this happens... Every single player for every single one of those clubs should be offered the chance to just terminate their deal. If they don't want to be part of it, if it's going to affect their playing careers, they should get a choice in the matter of saying, I don't want to do that. I'm going yeah, to find somewhere else that will take me. And even even if we do end up seeing the likes of De Bruyne, Kane, uh, Messi, Ronaldo, Hazard, and all these all these amazing top players... Playing for teams such as, I don't know, Getafe <laughs> or yeah. or Wolves or, or wherever, and they then become our new big six teams or, or whatever, and we just move on from it and we don't care about all these yeah. historic clubs that have, that have basically built foundations <laughs> of football pyramids and won everything there is to win and, win and all this. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. Do you think... How do you think it would play out if it was to go ahead? Um, 
God, it looks like it will. Might it might? I don't know. I don't know. It, the the fact that the thing that worries me is that everyone started resigning from the places. Yeah, that, for, it's making it and, look and, really real. Yeah, and I feel like for all twelve of those clubs, directors of football, etc., to have all have resigned from their positions at UEFA, all of them, not just one, not just two, yeah. all of them, there's something there. It's not just going to be one of them things that peter out, and they're not going to go back to UEFA with the tails between the legs saying, "Oh, we're sorry, we tried it, it didn't work. Can we have his jumps back?" It's not going to work like that. <laughs> like, I, ju- I just, I don't know. I just, I've. I'm worried they will actually happen. <laughs> it, uh... It's one way. I don't see clubs... If the European Super League does go ahead, I don't see them ever... I don't see them being able to come back. Definitely not with open arms. Yeah. I think it would be a one-way thing. That... Yeah, like you, you've... you've... You've cut Made your, your bed, so laying yeah, it. Yeah, laying it. Absolutely. Absolutely. There'd be no way of them coming back. I don't see teams willingly wanting to. Like, cause 15 of them are always permanent, and there's five for qualification purposes. I don't yeah. see teams wanting to be part of it. I know, obviously, the win- financial windfall for a season, maybe, for a Leicester or whoever could get in there for one season would be yeah. massive. Like, £300 million just to play at the most, at, well, at the least, 18 more games a season every Wednesday. Yeah. It's worth it, but... It is worth it. It's like it's dirty like the, money, isn't the, it? It's like, do you the, want to be associated yeah. with that? <laughs> yeah. Like blood money. <laughs> yeah. But, so here's something that I thought of. I, I as, a, as a football fan, right, in the space of finding out about this, reading into the structure of it and how it would work and everything like that, and then sort of thinking to myself... How could this be made better? So this is what I came up with, right? I don't know if this has been done by someone else. Uh, this is just what happened in my head earlier. So how about this, right? Okay. So you have your winners of your top five European leagues. So you'd have England, Spain, Germany, France, and Italy. I don't know, Italy, yeah, that's the one. Uh, and then you win a Champions League. If it wasn't one of those, then it'd be the runner-up, if you get what I mean. So if Inter Milan won it and won the, the Serie A, as well as the Champions League, it'd be the runner-up in the Champions League that would go through. A bit like the, the qualification process. If someone's already won it and qualified a different way, it moves down. You have those and the sixth for the Champions League. So you've got six mm-hmm. of the so-called the best teams of that season in a mini-league. Scrap all pre-season friendlies. Get rid of them. And for these teams anyway, let's say... And play a Super League there. Between seasons, six teams, play each other twice, done. Mm. Not as much appeal. There isn't as much appeal, but why Why do we need this? This is what the Champions League we is know. for. That's the thing is that we don't need it. We don't I know, need but it. We're happy with I, what I, it I is, but just... we want more money. <laughs> Yeah, no. And I was just trying to think of a different way that it would work and still appeal to people. Yeah. Because I would watch that. It would make pre-season friendlies more appealing to people because they would win a trophy at the end, the end of it. They would be essentially a European Club World Cup. 
instead of the Club World Cup, yeah. it'd be European World Cup. I don't, I don't, I don't know. European Cup, sorry, not not European yeah. World Cup. Um, but scrap that stupid Club World Cup because that's always some backstreet backstreet um, club like some back end Brazilian thing. I don't know. It's it's all just a load of nonsense. That get rid of that. That's pointless. Um, get rid of Nations League as well. Whilst we're getting rid of things, because that's also a bit bit naff. Um, and put this in, <laughs> and then just get rid of this plan with this stupid European Super League. Like, I don't know. Have you? What, how would you make it better? If if it was to go ahead, what would There's you no... do to this to make it somewhat better, so that people can actually get on board with it? It'd have to be a case where the fifteen teams weren't permanent fix. What and there would be relegation, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, have to be. And, and the five teams that go up are the winners of each league. So, like your Premier League, your Serie A, your um, Barcelona, uh, your Barcelona, nah. your, <laughs> your La Liga, and all that. It would have to be a case that every all the team in the European Super Leagues. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd be allowed to compete in their national league, right? Unless they were relegated back into it, and it's just all free for all relegation. Yeah, yeah. So, for so example- essentially, how I think I think I, I I like this idea that you're coming up with. We're built we're building something good here. Mm-hmm. So we started with fifteen teams. Yeah? yeah, let's say for example the fifteen that were offered it. They've all said yes. Let's just say as an example. Yeah. And then we need five more teams to go into it. So let's say it was started next season and the teams that finish the highest out of the top five leagues, despite the ones that are already going into it for the first 15, would go in with them. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like Leicester, let's say. Yeah. And, and, um, I don't know what other leagues are looking like. Who's top of French league at the minute? It's Leon, isn't it? Yeah. So Leon would go in, um, and so on, and so forth. Inter Milan are going through into it anyway. Um, but yeah, your highest ranked team, aside from those, would go in as well. Yeah. And then what it would mean for the likes of all the other leagues, the standard leagues, is there would be a new winner every season. Yep. I mean, would would that? appeal to people more because you get you're still getting a sort of reward for winning the league you're going up you're getting this huge lump the, sum the biggest of money. thing that i think's pissed people off about this is the fact that these so-called clubs think they've got the god-given right just to be in the elite and yeah. not really share it but if they made the super league a case that you could get relegated from it so let's say liverpool first season where they get relegated they could then drop down into the premier league because obviously it's english yeah. Base, so it's region-based relegation. So, for example, let's say bottom three teams are two Manchester clubs and Liverpool. Then you could push up three English clubs to replace the three English clubs that got relegated. Oh, to be fair, yeah. no, that doesn't... No, yeah, because that's not uh, fair in other countries, then, not, is it? So that's not fair. Oh, you, oh the teams, right. Oh, you have... Oh, God, so it sounds like the American shit again. But <laughs> all the, the winners from all the divisions... Yeah. No, but then it would imbalance all the teams that got relegated... Wouldn't work, but no, 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 wouldn't no, work. wouldn't work. For example, what I, I was just, what I just suggested, like let's say, like I said, two Manchester clubs got relegated, Liverpool got relegated. If you were to then do a playoff system with regarding all the winners of the other leagues, let's say, 
I don't know, two teams from Italy went up and a team from France went up. You've then got the Premier League having 23 teams the season after. Then you just handicapping whoever's going to promote for the Championship, saying they can't yeah. get promoted because these three teams coming back into the Premier League. Wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get what you mean. It'd be... It'd, be it'd literally have to be, you'd have to reformat every single league to have a European Super League 1, European Super League 2, <laughs> European Super League 3. Here's an idea. That's the only way it Why don't we sacrifice Arsenal and Spurs and like when they get relegated, let's send them off to Germany or France. Hmm. We don't need them. <laughs> they, they can go off somewhere else. Yeah. Um. So when we're in that situation, so we won't end up with 23 teams. Because Arsenal and Spurs would be the first two teams relegated out of that. Probably shortly followed by Man United or... I don't know. You've got AC Milan and teams like that in there who aren't amazing. Right. Yeah, but I'd still have AC Milan in over Man United. Really? Yeah. No? I would. No. No. United are a better team than AC Milan. I know, but... Inter Milan, definitely. Mm, similar. But anyway, we we tried we tried to we tried to fix it, <laughs> and we just discovered it that can't be fixed. It just needs deleted and never died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we need to get like AC twelve on this year somewhere. I don't know. It's it's a bit messed up, isn't it? Um. There's, there's something going on here, um, but I mean, is there a pros and cons list we can do for it? Cause... There's not a single pro to it, mate. So there's no points. It's just cons, all cons. I mean, the only pro for there's, it, there's no pro. Is well, no, there there is one pro, and it is what you mentioned before about a team going into it for one season getting yeah. a huge financial windfall from it and then potentially coming out of it the following season. Yeah. Which would benefit that one club, but <laughs> that's it. But we don't even know if that's a guaranteed thing yet. No. Like we like we say, there's, there's still information coming out on it, like pretty much as we're speaking right now. I mean, we, we could end up hitting the stop button and uploading this podcast. And it all just be like, ha, jokes. <laughs> April Fool's Day. <laughs> On the 19th. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely bad luck. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. See, don't get me wrong as well. I, d- I don't think anyone's... Um, How to phrase this? I don't think anyone's backing your way for an FA, as in they're the good guys, because we know that stuff's gone down in the past that that quite clearly proves they're not good guys. Mm-hmm. They do also think solely about money. Yeah. But what they're fighting for right now is the right thing for football, not yeah. for money. I know they're also concerned about their own financial impact that they would have if this was to go ahead. Yeah. But they're also fighting even though they're getting money for fighting it, <laughs> they're also fighting for what is right. Absolutely. So let's just keep that clear. We do think UEFA, we do think there's stuff that's dodgy that goes on with UEFA, the league itself, just everything. 
but they're fighting for the right reasons, so we yeah. follow them into that fight, basically. <laughs> um, even if they do end up with millions upon millions of pounds for it, or euros, or whatever. Don't care, as long as football stays the same. I mean, we've had to, we've had to put up with VAR, and I thought that was a big change to football. That was yeah, a huge is, change to oh, football. This is this times is just... 100 million on top of it, mate. Changing the football. Yeah. Too much. I mean, can you remember when we didn't even have goal line technology, for God's sake? Yeah. Let's talk back and to Frank Lampard. We know. Oh, God, yeah. Ghost goal. Yeah. Yeah, that was goal, that. <laughs> What's a goal, mate? Well, it, wasn't, it wasn't a goal. It wasn't given. Yeah, but it should have been. It would have changed game, that. It would have changed game. I don't care that it were 11 years ago. It would have changed the game. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just, I just, I honestly don't, I don't know what to do from here. Like, I, it's just a mess. It's it just, a, it's mess. just a massive mess. Like, and Ed Woodward's part of it. For God's sake, of all people. He's lying in his pockets, mate. All it is, he's lying in his pockets. Oh, you, know what, you know what could be good out of this, though? I mean, if, if let's say, it all went ahead and then six teams got banned, that would theoretically mean the three teams that get promoted from the championship would come up. Oh. But the three teams that are getting relegated from the Premier League would have to stay in the Premier League to even the numbers. Oh no, it wouldn't even the numbers because we'd still be three short. Yeah. Six teams come up. No. Yeah. Three teams come up. Three teams. Six come teams up. come up, but you don't get relegated. Then the yes. three teams don't get relegated. That's what you're trying to work yeah. out. So scrap the playoffs in the championship. Let's sack. Let's sack them all off. Get rid of them all. Like all these, all these big money grabbing. Something I really can't say on a podcast. Um, <laughs> get rid of them all scrap relegation and promote everyone in the top six places of every single league done problem solved we fixed it and scrap them because then Sheffield United are still in the Premier League we win win fixed it. we Even fixed it I would just get fixed promotion out with that probably yeah but they would maybe, See, Matt maybe. fixed it no, it's not fixed, fixed football. It benefits you. It benefits me. No, actually, I don't it think we would get promoted. Still, football. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, but come football. end of season, you might. As long as you finish sixth, automatic promotion, mate. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. But no, best thing for this is just to. But the thing is that even if it was to stop now, like they wouldn't go for those six clubs are gonna have that stigma with them now for ages. Forever. They tried to get out. They tried to get out of it. It was yeah. like, um, oh, oh. Of, no, no, no. <laughs> N- nowhere near as bad. But do you not remember Fabian Delph and Aston Villa Man City deal? And he's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to go to them. I enjoy it here. Day after, well, I'll pay me too much money. I have to go. Absolute yeah. snake. But yeah, he's still hated for that to this day. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's it's situations like that, like. You're a snake. No one cares. Like you made your bed, laying it. Absolutely yeah. turncoat. Cut all ties. Like the the uproar when this all gets declined. Because I mean, oh, if it does, hopefully, it... 
hopefully every governing body in football will back it to get declined. Will they'll then come back to the Premier League as it is? Oh, sorry. <laughs> they'll then come back to the Premier League as it is, and like you say, I don't think pretty they, much I tails between the legs. But then when fans are allowed back in, they are never gonna live it down. I mean, we've already got Liverpool fans hanging things over the gates at Anfield, saying that the fans don't back the European Super League. If I owned a business and my customers were doing that, <laughs> and I'd the day, be mate, if that, biz- if that business is still making money, yeah, but oh, it pains me this because not making money, mate. They'll do it. It will. I know it will. And it's, oh. I hate changes in football. I don't mind on-field changes, as in VAR. Let's say it's been a lot to adjust to VAR because of its hiccups, but. I will take VAR in every single game and every single wrong decision and 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 every time the referee don't go look at the monitor and and all this and all these stupidly zigzagged lines for offside and point into where they want the ball to play and they get ruled for offside. I will take that every single week yep. if it means this doesn't happen. Well, I mean, we take everything quick at a minute, but I will happily... Ju- I'll, I'll not complain ever again about VAR. This, VAR has got nothing on what this is. Nothing's got nothing on this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is literally... I can't remember who said it. I can't, I can't remember whose words it were now, but what? there is nuclear war in football right oh, now. Oh, yeah, I saw that. The I can't about, remember whose words um, it were. It was the guy, it was on Sky Sports News, it was the guy that had the link to the board member, and he was saying, oh, is there a civil war in between this? No, he said, it's, it's more like a nuclear war. It was on Sky Sports News. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's one of the big six board members reveals yeah. there's a nuclear war in football. That is it. <sighs> God. Um, yeah, I mean... If we ought to really end it there, to be honest, because otherwise we'll just keep going backwards and forwards on this and how how much it just pains us to be. I mean, <laughs> just I don't know what to do, Matt. It's just horrible, this. It is. I mean, it's hopefully literally... next week we, we come back and we're like, good news, guys. Football is football again. But Football is saved. I hope they dock everyone points. I hope everyone oh, that said mate. yes. Imagine, yeah, imagine, imagine right, right, right. Best thing what to happen right now is is the European Super League to collapse. The whole concept of it, but any team that has all in the sixteen, yeah, deduct them points. Absolutely batter the shit out of them. Imagine so, getting deducted like thirty odd points. That's what, right, that's, that's what I'm thinking to that extent. But I don't think I don't think it should be amount to get them relegated. No, I think it <laughs> should. They, they wanted out of the league anyway, yeah, so go out true. of it, but down, not up. <laughs> mm. Go and play against Cardiff all next season. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, we're going to be doing it. <laughs> so the, the next season, the Champions League would consist of Leicester, West Ham, and <laughs> oh, the dreams. Who else, who else is I up and around that? Who are the, who are the next two Everton. sides? Everton. And... Everton. Um. Um. Is it Aston Villa? I, my first thought was Villa. Well, I'm quickly getting table now. Um, it's Leeds. 
Has York can finally have a club they can be proud of. I mean, Villa's got two games in hand on them, and they're only a point behind. But if that was to happen right this second, it is Leeds, and I'm all for that. I don't even care. <laughs> Seeing Leeds in Champions League, that would be just something else. Don't think they've been here since they got beaten the final to Valencia in the semis. No, sorry, not in the yeah. final in the semis. No. <laughs> got got beaten the final to Valencia in the semis. Yeah, you got beaten <laughs> the semis by Valencia. Oh god. Uh, Leeds are currently getting beat by Liverpool as well. Just yeah, to... Mane. Yeah, 31st minute. But, I mean, like I said, hopefully we come back next week and it's all been all been like a game of whack-a-mole and they've all just been put back in the places. Um, that, was a, that was a kind of good analogy from me, that. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. It's a highlight because usually my analogies are absolute dog shite. <laughs> they don't even make sense. You, yeah, you said it. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully that's the case. But if things escalate with this, I mean, I might just give up caring about football. I'll move on to golf or or foot golf. Foot golf will work. I love foot golf. The foot golf is kind of kind of underrated, isn't it? Really, yeah. don't get talked about enough. Here we go, Matt. Next week, football. No, foot, what, the foot golf the foot, foundry. The, yeah, I was about to say the foot golf foundry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk about the foot golf league. <laughs> well, for his own league, Matt, is has about this a European super, super foot golf league. league. <laughs> yeah, mate, printing fuck, dollar fuck right now. <laughs> I can hear, I can see it now. Yeah, straight up, straight up. The ESFGL. Who who would we get? Would we target footballers or would would we target golfers, mate? All right, okay. I'm 100%. just checking because I mean, golfers could be good at it as well. Yeah, golfers are good at golf at golf clubs, mate. Like foot golf is with their feet. That, that I don't think that's a transferable like <laughs> skill, mate, <laughs> from a club to your foot. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Let's let's do that. Let everyone chip in, right? We'll set up a GoFundMe, and everyone chip in, and we'll start a European foot golf super league. And if you in want to protest. be part of it, you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's the sponsored. The by thing is, though, Andrew, mate. Of at the moment, there's that many people pissed off. They'll donate a fiver just for the banter. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. You could make an absolute killing on that because I think that many people are pissed off, and they'll end up. You know what? I'll give them a fiver. Show them. Oh god. Two fingers up uh, to them. That would be hilarious if we yeah, actually managed to raise we'll some money. We'll make a million to do doing it. this. <laughs> we could be the filthy rich people. Yeah. With no morals. Well, they'll all come begging to us. Can we join oh. your league? No, fuck off. <laughs> this is ours. No. You're coming to our league. Oh god, I'd I'd happily do that. But how would it work? Would it be players as their own individual person, or would they be clubs? And and all eleven have to take a shot. <laughs> I don't know. No, definitely not all eleven. I don't know. It probably would have the same format of golf, so you could do like foursomes and. Two sims and Ooh. four balls and all this different ways of like that. Yeah, we'll discuss the deets off air so no one steals his idea. Yeah, man, fucking, I'll get painted <laughs> right now. I'll, I'll design a logo. Yeah, that's where the money's at. Make make it like a a foot kicking a ball, and the ball is it says European Super League on it, and we're booting it away. 
Into a bin, not into a golf hole. <laughs> yeah. No, that you know that you know that recycling guy that's on every bottle <laughs> that's dropping it in a bin. Yeah. <laughs> Just do that. You bit super league in the bin. Um but yes, size that we'll wrap it up there before we before we start creating things we can't afford. <laughs> if you have enjoyed listening to this episode of the Football Foundry, be sure to get in touch with us by heading to our Facebook or Twitter. At Footy Foundry, Footy Foundry. And be sure to check out our partners, the Beautiful Game Network. You can find them on Twitter by searching for... At BGNFM. And finally, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves. They're the official scarf provider for the MLS, USL and US Soccer. You can get yourself a custom-made scarf for your team at... Roughneckscarves.com Perfect. You know what's really annoying about this whole thing, though? This episode, we could have been talking about Jesse Lingard scoring another goal, adding to his tally yeah. of ridiculous amount. I would have been putting Mason Greenwood forward for who should I stay or should I go? Because he's he's picking it up now. I'd have forward, put Jude Bellingham in as well. Oh yeah, Bell- I think Bellingham's a must, by the way. Now, yeah, genuinely think he's a he's must. He's really oh, I like Mason up. Greenwood. Um, but now we've had to talk about that shite for half an hour, forty-five minutes, yeah. however long it's been. And I mean, we've ne- we've never done an episode like this before, where we've just spoke about one main topic and serious and that's shit, that. serious yeah, no. crap. Oh, we're not we're about a this. Loving we like podcast. To take the piss. Yeah, yeah. yeah we like oh, to this take serious the talk. Saying it's the end of football, as we know it. No, we're not about whatever. Sheffield United getting we're about whatever. <laughs> normal. We making fun of that. Yeah. Away PFC yeah. getting relegated. No, I can't be able to do that. And that's happened this weekend. I couldn't even do that properly. Yeah. Had to be all serious. Yeah, yeah. it's all shit. What what's wound me up most is that we've actually had fans back in a stadium, man. And yeah. it's just no one really gives a shit because of this. Yep. And it's just it's all it's all crap. Um, but yeah, it's like, a, it's like again, a northerner, right? Getting their chips, cheese, and gravy. Like, oh, this is amazing. Oh. Then some southerner just taking a big turd on it. And you said my analogies are shit. Literally. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, but why? What's happened? What has happened? Because that is straight up something that I would have come out with, not you. Yeah, I'm having to lower the tone to make it feel a bit more normal. I'm resort to being you. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I'm James King. I know nothing about football. Man United versus Bayern Munich should not be number one best Champions League comeback. Yeah, yeah, oh, here we go. Oh, shit, I didn't do that poll. Did you, did you do a poll? Oh, damn it. I didn't do it. But funny it. enough, I, 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 I had one person come to me regarding that and said I was 100% right and you're an idiot. And I'm not yeah, even making damn. that up, by the way. I'm not even making that up. Yeah, was it by any chance, Dino? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> It was like, that James is an absolute idiot. I can't believe he didn't think of Man United versus uh, Bayern Munich for number one. I was like, no, he's an absolute mong, mate. Oh, God. Well, on that note, we'll wrap up. So, Matt, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye to football as we know it. Mm. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll be back again next week. Peace. That's the football. Oh, go on, say what you're going to say. Sorry, mate. I was going to say, as the foot golf foundry.
rather than football. Yeah, right. Next week. But yeah, you whatever, just play the music. 